Angela here. It's officially summer and we are super excited to be working on our fourth podcast, Bad Magic by Pseudonominous Bosch. I'm super excited that Gretchen is here with us again today. It's great to be back. If anyone can recall from last time, Gretchen is one of our former classmates and an avid reader. After being our guest on the last podcast of Finding Perfect, we had to have Gretchen back with us. Gretchen and I are currently enjoying our summer break, and I've been to parties, the pool, and on vacations. My family and I went to Minneapolis, Minnesota for a wedding. Yeah, the weather here in Iowa is extremely warm, and I'm enjoying spending time outside. I'm going to sports camp next week, and we'll be spending time there swimming, rock, running, and rock climbing. I've spent a great deal of time outside, too, but I've also spent reading time reading quite a bit. Our local library in Bettendorf, Iowa, has a summer reading program that I'm participating in. We also have two fellow classmates that launched the summer reading program, Book on the Go. That's right. They chose a total of 12 books from a variety of genres, authors, and point of views. If you read at least two of the books over the summer, then you can vote for your favorite at the beginning of next school year. I know that some of my favorites are Finding or as Distance to Home. Uh, do you have any of your favorites? Um, Distance to Home by Jem Bishop was definitely a good one. It wasn't just all about sports. There was also, it also basically took the reader on an emotional roller coaster. But Finding Perfect is my favorite book on the list, which was our last podcast. I can agree with you that one. Finding Perfect was an extremely, very, an extremely good book. You can find the entire list of books and more information on the summer reading program by visiting bookonthego.weebly.com. It may be summer, but I can't wait until we are allowed to use the junior high library. Oh, wait, we forgot to mention that we're moving to the Pleasant Valley Junior High. But don't worry, podcast followers, we will continue to share amazing new release books and ARCs with you. Like we said earlier, this podcast is focused on the book Bad Magic by pseudonymous Bosch. Bad Magic is about 13-year-old Clay a book who has seen and experienced too much magic. After all, if magic were real, it wouldn't have made his brother disappear. After graffiti is found on the walls of the school with Clay's signature on it, he's shipped away to a camp for troubled children. The camp he is sent to, Earth Earth Ranch, is now home for Clay. While exploring the island, Clay finds a ghost that lurks around the decaying ruins of a forbidden mansion. Intrigued, he works to learn everything about this discovery. Mysterious events start to occur around the camp, almost seeming like magic. As Clay starts to find out more than he should, he may realize that the world needs a little bit of magic. So, as we have always started in the past, we'd like to learn about people's opinion on the featured books on a 1-5 through scale, 5 being the best and 1 being the worst. So Gretchen, what would you rate Bad Magic? I would rate it a four. I was very immersed in the book. I loved the mystery part of it. It wasn't too intense, but it still really pulled me in. I know. It was a fun read, but it did take some thinking along the way. I know that I can definitely agree with that. It was kind of really different than any book I've read, but in a way that pulled me into wanting to finish it. I know for me that sometimes I had a difficult time following the plot line. What is your perspective? I definitely agree with you. I had a difficult time adjusting to the style. It was strange, but in a way that made it, honestly, more fun to read. 
Footnotes were an interesting way of adding additional comments. I have never read a book before that had footnotes. There were so many elements and details that seemed random at the time, but kind of were explained during the footnotes. Uh, on page 72, there's a footnote that I found really funny. It was, moral of the story, never ride a llama. They're pack animals, not horses. Other more of the story, llamas spit. It's not a myth. Yeah, that was really funny. At first for me, the talking llama was kind of like, where did that come from? But at the end, it made a lot of sense. There were so many other parts of it that I felt like really came together. And and, the, and I stopped saying, why is that in there? Because it just fit. And then the footnotes were kind of a way of putting anything the author wanted into the story. He didn't have to follow what was going on. He could put his own thoughts and words in there, not Clay's thoughts. To me, Bad Magic was unique because it didn't fit into one category. What genre do you think Bad Magic would fall under? After you choose your genre, can you please give some examples of the book that could support your answer? Okay. There was some mystery with some fantasy. There was some humor. I mean, there was a talking llama. There was the mystery of what's in the Forbidden Mansion. An adventure. I mean, he's hiking on a volcano, so I can't say, oh, it's just blank genre. It takes what I think are the best of many and combines. I can agree with that because you can't really say one thing because if you say that, then there's something else that you can put into that. Clay and his brother have formed a special bond off the word bad. Can you explain their inside joke and why it's extremely special? It's exactly what you said in the beginning. It's an inside joke. And then it turns into a special sort of symbol. It's almost a clue. But, dear, if you want to figure out that clue, you're going to have to read till the end of Bad Magic. You will. After Clay's brother leaves, he starts to hate magic. Do you believe that it is only because of his brother's disappearance or something else? He hates magic because it didn't make his brother stay at home. It didn't help him keep his brother, and I, that's why I really think that it's because of his brother's disappearance, not because of some other factor. Mm -hmm. I completely agree. I also think that anyone out there who is, um, well, really interested in finding a book would like this. Can you explain the type of personalities of kids who might like this book? There are kids who like humor like this book, kids who like mystery. It has something for almost everyone. However, you do have to pay attention to the details because even small things end up making a big difference. Yeah, this is a book that you can't read while the TV's on or while the radio's on. You have to be in a quiet place where there's no distractions. That way you can really understand what's happening on in the story. So, like always, we want to give our listeners a chance to guess the next book we are doing a podcast on. This time, though, we're doing things a little different. Adding on to the hints about the book, we will also be giving hints about the author. The author of the next book is a graduate from the University of Chicago, as well as a former teen librarian. Along with her studies at the University of Chicago, she continued them at the Vermont College of Fine Arts. There she received her MFA in writing for children and young adults. She cheers on the Red Sox from her home in Cincinnati. The book has three words in the title. The first one is the number after 13. The second word has a definition of having an empty space on the inside. Finally, the third word means a way leading from one point to another, such as one with a prepared surface that vehicles, such as cars, can use. A way leading from point A to point B.
Before we sign off, and I speak for all of us here, that we would like to sincerely thank the publishing company, Little Brown, for all of the considerable time and effort they have given to make sure we had advanced reading copies to use for these podcasts. Also, I would like to thank Abby Cooper and L.A. Schwartz for writing incredible novels that we can use for our podcast. It took a lot of time for us to narrow down a list of books to use for our podcast, meaning we only chose the best of the best. And the literature that you two have written is truly incredible and moving. Again, Thank you so much, Little Brown, Abby Cooper, and Ellie Schwartz for assisting us in making these podcasts. Thank you for listening to another episode of Books Are Us. We will be seeing, well, speaking to you next time. Bye!